This podcast is being produced and recorded on the traditional land of the Anishinaabeg and Haudenosaunee people. We acknowledge the enduring presence of First Nation, Métis, and Inuit people on this land, and that not all settlers were brought here by choice. At the intersection, we stand committed to moving forward in a spirit of reconciliation, compassion, and respect. Thank you for being here. Welcome to The Intersection, where we are building community through candid conversations that lift, inspire, and advance social change. Are we having fun? Should we keep it going? Which episodes did the community like the most? Uh, In this episode, Paul and I reflect on season one and the rich conversations we were able to have with so many incredible people. We also dig into the data and share which episodes resonated most. We judge that by the number of downloads that the episodes received. And then we wrap up thinking about what do we want for next year? Who do we want to have on? What do we already have planned? So sit back, enjoy uh, this short little conversation between Paul and I. Thanks for being here. Paul, I can't believe we've done it. We've like, we've completed an entire year of podcasting. Thank you so much for doing this for so long with me. We made it to season two. We weren't canceled by Netflix. We were not canceled yet. (laughs) So here we are. It's a good opportunity for us to um, model the, the, thinking about our why and thinking about what next. And, um, and I'm interested in how you're feeling the last year went and whether this is something um, we should keep on doing. What do you think? Well, you know, looking at what kind of the top 10 and how our listeners responded, it's so interesting to see kind of what people are telling us they need. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of our points is to just try to have conversations that are not being had in other places. There's so many, there's podcasts that are very needed by the sector and the industry that need to be tactical and practical, but where, you know, candid conversations for social good is what's the in-between the intersection that, you know, in a lot of ways is where we're meeting in the places that people are not getting what they need. Mm-hmm. It was so interesting to see what gravity they gave to what things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, and I selfishly just love doing it. I, I just, whether it's being recorded or not, excuse me, I'm choking on my water there. Um, but I remember, I remember sitting with you in Toronto that day before this podcast became a thing down by the, um, on King street in those Muskoka chairs in Toronto and saying, we should, let's just, these conversations are so rich. I want to record them and share them. And and then certainly that's what happened during the pandemic is we just ended up having conversations that went deeper. Yeah. And let's sit in the Muskoka chairs. That's the, <laughs> let's sit in a different chair than the conference chair and mm-hmm. all the places that we're always inhabiting. Mm-hmm. And again, open conversations, candid. Mm-hmm. And we've had a great time. We laughed. We cried. Mm-hmm. It was better than cats. Uh, and there was swearing, which is good too. There was a little bit, yeah. yeah. The beautiful thing about when you sit in a different chair uh, is that you get a different perspective on something. And uh, that that can be really, really helpful. And uh, great to hear from some of our listeners, people we know. Again, part of it is we're not, 
we're not doing this for this, this, you know, out there person we don't know. I can, every time we have these conversations, I mm-hmm. see our peers in my mind. Mm. I'm talking to a very specific person or people, and we're trying to help. And as much as the challenge of the pandemic has been, it separated us. The cool thing about a podcast is, boy, oh boy, it takes us right into your home. Mm-hmm. People have been telling us, Paul, I'm taking you and Kimberly on the jog, mm-hmm. washing dishes. Alan and is running. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's wonderful. And if we're yeah. doing that's yeah. that means a lot because yeah. Mark and Zeus. Yeah. yeah. I miss, um, go ahead. I miss everybody. I miss everybody I, to getting out there. So know? before I, I mean, this would be a nice way to wrap up the conversation. But since things don't stick in my head very long, um, you posted on Twitter just yesterday that you wanted to have one of those old school kitchen table cooking dinner strategy friendship things. And I just want to say, come to my house. Let's do it. Let's plan it as soon as it feels safe to do so. We, we, I couldn't agree more. And our friendship certainly started around a kitchen table in earnest. So, um, so yeah, we'll do that. But but we're not ending this conversation just yet. I want to go and look at the last yeah. year and reflect on some of the conversations that that were the most the top 10 most downloaded episodes. Should we do that? Yeah, that's uh, again really interesting to see what people responded to. Yeah, because if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time in season 2, it really is worthwhile to go back to season 1 because we had so many great conversations with so many brilliant people. And one of the themes that I think comes up every single time is race relations in the charitable sector. That is just absolutely something people are wrestling with and want to talk about. And it just comes up every time. Not necessarily relations, but again, where are we in the diversity of everything we do? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Funds us. Yeah. Thank you. I still don't have the command of the language to feel confident talking about it even, but every time we have a guest on the show and they call me out on my poor use of language and the harm that I have created, um, I learn something and I grow and I stretch as a person. So I'm so grateful to everybody who came. Uh, and, And the number one top downloaded episode of our last season was actually Liz LeClaire when she came in episode 20 and we called that one, it's time to get uncomfortable. And the thing that, you know, what I enjoyed about that conversation is that I, I don't think she'd mind us saying, cause she said it herself, she presents pretty aggressive in social media and yet um, she's quite soft and pleasant to talk to in real life. That was a fun conversation to have. Yeah, again, the nature of what she needs to do is a war is a warrior's work. A warrior's work. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, wonderfully enough, she shared those things and the motivations and the human side of it. Mm-hmm. But again, so many of us are challenged with that in the in the community. Mm-hmm. We are called to be warriors for our missions, but we're freaking people. The we're next working. one. Yeah, totally. Totally. And just in the interest of time, I want to get through yeah. this list. So scaling connected communities with number two. Number two, the Scarborough storefront. Um, and you brought um, Anne Gloger. Anne Gloger in for that conversation. And she is somebody I had never heard of. She's not on the AFP speaker circuit. She is a woman who is just, not just, is heads down creating real change in her community. And that conversation blew my mind. 
again, you know, the purpose of the intersection was to find places where a lot of us don't inhabit. Mm -hmm. And one of the challenges of capital F fundraising is mm -hmm. we forget that there's a nonprofit sector that's twice as big as us. Yeah. yeah. So AIM really brought that bench strength and that strategy. And people are just trying to figure out how do we do it? Yeah. How do we scale? How do we be effective? And she's mm -hmm. had 30 years to build this secret weapon. She's done it multiple multiplied. And mm -hmm. now she's building a framework other people mm -hmm. can take it. We need to keep that podcast alive and, and direct people to it because I, I certainly learned a lot and it models how other organizations really can be community driven. So I loved that one. The, the third number three was a surprise to me, Paul. <laughs> Because it was just, we just threw it down one day and went, let's just record this. A consultant's friend or foe. I don't know why that's number three. I'll have to go back and listen to it again. I I think it maybe is just a provocative title. And I don't know. We started this podcast with a few rants in our mm. in our little belts, right? Mm. We wanted to do things we both wanted to get out there. Mm -hmm. And that was one of them. Again, for, for both of us, we know there's this, there's this thing a chip on shoulders to be like, why are we disrespecting this part of the profession that's so important and necessary? Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm glad that we had that conversation because I don't think it's ever been had out loud because between conferences and all these other places, it's an impolite one. Yeah. Um, that's maybe why we're here. Maybe, maybe that's it. Number four is the very first guest we had on the podcast, our, our dear, dear friend, Rakesh Lakhani. And we talked about resilience and that was episode number three um, so that's the fourth most listened to episode. And I really want to bring Rakesh back because my perspective on resilience has completely changed. And I was chatting with my dear friend, Jen Love about it just yesterday, where we just need to stop celebrating resilience. If your staff are working so hard to be resilient and, you know, survive this, then you're working in a broken system. And so I want to bring Rakesh back to talk about what he thinks about resilience one year later after after this pandemic because i think that would be really interesting yeah our introduction podcast episode number one nice to meet you i guess people are curious so that's number five but number six is paul gets fired up what were you fired up about we unleashed you and you went off on benevity on, on, on benevity and crowdfunding <laughs> to again the, i'm I was just so upset that we're constantly dancing around so many things in the community. Mm -hmm. I just need to say it. And, and wonderfully enough, after that, I had a lovely conversation with the executive team at Benevity and some of their teams to learn more about what they do, how and why. Mm -hmm. I didn't get my crowdfunding one yet, but the GoFundMe conversation <laughs> will definitely be one in the future. But again, we just we need to say and give energy to the things that are tormenting us. Mm -hmm. Our... Um... Uh, has your perspective on um, Benevity shifted since we recorded that? Yeah, but, but only because I ended up doing what we desire to do, to have dialogue. Mm -hmm. My complaint was, was that they weren't speaking to us or with mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And wonderfully enough, after that, they reached out and we had a conversation. Wonderful. It's all that we ever need to do. Well, that that's a really positive outcome for this. And I know that we're recording this at home and in Ontario, our kids are still locked down and there may be some background noise because kids got to eat. So, you yeah. know, that's perfectly you cool. The wrong things. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost over, people. Maybe by the time this airs, it'll be over for real. The next one 
surprise me because it's the last one we did before we broke for holidays, episode 26, Why Fundraising is Failing with Jason Lewis. And that one, we talked about getting into trouble because of that conversation. And, and I did get an email from a dear friend who um, took exception to Great. things that we were talking about. So hopefully they will come on the podcast this year and, and state their case for what what it was that they disagreed with um, when we such talked. Such a great success indicator. For I that. think so. Yeah, yeah, we love hearing from people. Saying, yeah. I listened to it twice and I still really feel angry about this. It's like fabulous. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The next one is um, community or donors who's right. And that's that discussion that we had with uh, George... Was it George Zeno and Jay Frost? Yeah. And uh, I thought it was going to be kind of, I thought they were going to disagree, but they kind of agreed right off the top. And that's the beautiful thing when you bring people who you think are polarized or have different, very different perspectives and you put them down together in conversation and they realize, oh, actually, yeah, I totally see that. I thought that podcast wasn't going to go anywhere, but it ended up. What I love is all about. Right. Again, we need to be, we can't be breaking bread right now, but that's mm-hmm. what we just constantly need to be doing is sitting around the table and having these conversations as opposed mm-hmm. to debating things in the darkness, debating them in our own camps, speaking to ourselves. Again, that's often what a lot of social media is too, is speaking to our own choirs mm-hmm. when we need to be having discussions with people with the, these different ideas and who live yeah. in different intellectual spaces. Yeah. 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 We do, we do have a tendency as humans to surround ourselves with people who make us feel comfortable, but there's great value in leaning into the discomfort every once in a while and being curious about other and compassionate and empathetic about other perspectives. So um, I was really happy for that conversation. I, I want to go back and listen to all of these, actually. Number nine is Andrea Gunraj and anti-oppressive communication. And that was an intimate conversation that she and I had. And here's the cool thing. I know you had a conflict that day or something, and we decided to go ahead and record anyway. And I was a little bit nervous because I didn't know Andrea very well. Yeah. And so it took a while to warm up to the conversation, but then once we got started, it was, I didn't want it to end. Yeah. And what a badass. <laughs> yeah, I know. She, and every time I turn on CBC radio, there's Andrea. She's on CBC all the time. So doing a great, great job at the Canadian Women's Foundation. And and our final number 10 is episode 21, our dear, dear friend, Cindy Wagman, who uh, wrote, uh, launched her new book this year. Um, and that aired on September 10th, uh, The Reluctant Fundraiser. And she's just always so fun, right? Indeed. And a, good, a great person to help a lot of people get back to basics. Find yeah. what they do in our profession. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. How nice to sit back and think about all the great folks that we've ha- shared space with. Um, and for those so, listening to the podcast for the first time, go and listen to those. Yeah. Piece, right? yeah. I mean, this is a great thing that we've now got a nice little portfolio together that people can bump through. Mm-hmm. So year two. Year two, let's be intentional about year two. We're, we're recording some great conversations now. Um, and we recorded a couple at the end of last year, which I held back until season two. Um, we have Janet Cobb. Remember Janet? Uh, she's coming up soon. And she she's a, a former nun who is in a biracial marriage. And, and she sees the world differently as a result of looking at it, how her children see the world. And that 
that's a conversation that uh, I think folks are going to enjoy. Um, Jenny and money, we're finally talking about money coming up. What else are you, uh, um, I know you're just chatting with somebody there. What's he, what's he doing? Just helping the kids to eat. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, the other day I, my kids were, um, my 13 year old stepson was doing remote learning and I walked into his room and I hadn't seen him all day. I'm pretty sure he hadn't even gone to the bathroom and he's sitting there in his pajamas playing a computer game while he's looking at the teacher on the, I'm like, what? Well, you can't have your camera on with your shirt off. Like, what are you doing? Get dressed. He's like, my camera isn't on. I'm like, okay. Have you gone to the bathroom? Have you brushed your teeth? Have you fed your body? Have you done anything of that sort today? No, he hadn't that, but you know what? Benign neglect is working in this house. And I know we're going to talk to Rakesh and Cindy about parenting through the pandemic soon. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. What else are you thinking about? You know, again, I'm just happy that we've got this space to have these conversations that are outside of just always industry sector. Mm -hmm. Everybody's, you know, we're, this is kind of like how we had this big crisis around supply chain. And I believe the world has moved this at need, create the thing only when you need it. And we've lost so much. Mm-hmm. And, and wonderfully enough, this kind of this, this, this podcast is feeding my you know, energy as well mm-hmm. by having these conversations I can't have anywhere else that mm-hmm. other people don't seem to want to have. And that we can just even it being more casual, it mm-hmm. being less tactical and practical. Again, I'm glad to hear from our listeners. They're finding value in that. But because for me, we've got to work out all these little minutiae of things that are holding us back. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things in the in-between that are holding back. That's what the intersection is mm-hmm. all about. So Absolutely. I'll be with you on Clubhouse this year. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> discussions again. I like this concept of podcast is the yeah. formal and then let's work it out. Let's yeah. get granular and messy. There was some success with that last year when we talked about leadership and mental health, because Alan Davidov shared his story of a bike accident. And that um, episode got a fair bit of traction on social media. So then we had a clubhouse conversation around leadership and mental health. And that's something I would like to do with the intersection this year is, is have a little bit more integration between platforms and so that we can widen the circle in conversations. Anyone who would love to have a compassionate dialogue around Indigenous philanthropy or, you know, the pale, male, stale governments, governance model that most organizations uh, live within. I think I'm looking for fundraising while Black, like, let's talk about those things. Um, But I feel awkward about approaching people to have those conversations. So I'll just crowdsource guests for those ones. <laughs> and I'm happy to bring those, those networks to the fore because there's, there's a lot of people out there doing great work. In our there's community. so many, right? And yet, and yet we need to do our own work and they're probably exhausted. So um, that's something I'd like to do more of. And, and I'm just really excited when I look at our at our plans. I'm, I'm really excited and so grateful to be doing this with you, Paul. So thank you. Yes. In a year where one of my models is lowered expectations, uh, <laughs> one of them is also that we, that we need space for each other. Mm-hmm. This is holding space, creating space for each other. It's one of the things feeding my soul mm-hmm. and sustaining me as I'm uh, put, you know, in minimum security prison here with my other inmates that I have mm-hmm. to take care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the thing that's connecting us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're breaking bread just virtually. <laughs> Thank you for being my partner in this adventure, Paul, it's 
so great. Thank you too, Kimberly, for everything you do and for having this idea and creating this space. We'll sit in those Muskoka chairs once again. Yes, we will. Season two, here we come. Well, we're going to keep this going and uh, we're so glad that you're still with us. Uh, we are up to our necks in production for season two and can't wait to share it with you. But in the meantime, go on back and take a look at some of the episodes from season one. There are a lot of really important and uh, great conversations with some super smart people there. And, you know, we'd love for you to join the conversation by commenting, subscribing, sharing uh, this podcast and inviting other folks to join the email list at intersectionhub.ca. And until then, um, Thank you so much for spending some time with us today.